Okay, so today's story is from the Disney Fairies Storybook Collection. It's the third story in the book, and it's called So Long, Pixie Hollow. And it is written by Lewis Stevens. And it is read by... Mommy and... Mm. Mommy and... Hotshot. Hotshot. <laughs> All right. Here we go. <clears throat> the fairies of Pixie Hollow had a lot of work to do. It was their job to bring autumn to the mainland. And that meant gathering a lot of pixie dust. Pixie dust was very important to the fairies. They could not fly or do their magic without it. A dust keeper fairy named Terence was just finishing up his work for the day. Have you delivered the pixie dust rations to the scouts yet? Asked Fairy Jerry, Terence's boss. Finished today and half of tomorrow's, said Terence. Remember, one cup each, no more, no less, warned Fairy Jerry. Suddenly, a beetle buzzer sounded. It was the end of the workday. Terence rushed out to meet his friend, Tinkerbell. Terence found Tink by a stream. She was putting the finishing touches on her new boat. Tinkerbell was a tinker fairy, and she loved to fix things and was always tinkering with spare parts. She proudly showed Terence the Pixie Dust Express. She had built it herself. Terence handed Tink a rubber band. I thought you could use it for your motor, he explained. Tink stretched out the piece of rubber. I think it's going to be perfect, she told Terence, trying not to get tangled in it. Soon, Tink was ready to test her boat. She launched it into the water. Let her rip, said Terence, and Tink took off. She pulled different levers as she sped up the stream. Out popped wings and skis on a water wheel. But the Pixie Dust Express was faster than Tink expected. Before she knew it, she had lost control of the boat. Oh no! Tink cried. Her boat sped onto the shore and crashed into a tree. Terence rushed over to Tink. Are you okay? He asked as he helped her up. Ugh! Tink cried. She kicked angrily at the sand. I can't believe the boat broke. She sat down on the ground, disappointed. Terence sat beside her. It just needs a little tinkering, he said. Now, who do I know who's a good tinkerer? Tinkerbell laughed. Terence always knew how to cheer her up. Just then, a fairy swooped down out of the sky. Tinkerbell, Queen Clarion awaits, said the fairy. Tink wondered why Queen Clarion wanted to see her. Was she in trouble? Tink nervously followed the fairy to Queen Clarion's chamber. Queen Clarion was waiting with Fairy Mary and the minister. 
Sister of Autumn, when Tinkerbell arrived. Since time immemorial, fairies have celebrated the end of autumn with a revelry. And this particular autumn coincides with a blue moon, the minister told Tink. A new scepter must be created to celebrate the occasion. The minister led her to a room full of scepters. Every scepter is unique, he said. Some are the work of animal fairies, others are made by light fairies and water fairies. This year, it is the turn of the Tinker Fairies. Phyllis likes this, and Fairy Mary has recommended you. Isn't this amazing? Look at this room full of scepters. Amazing. Tinker Mary <laughs> presented Tink with a sparkling moonstone to place on top of the scepter. On the night of the revelry, the stone would align with the blue moon to create special blue pixie dust. The blue pixie dust kept the pixie, do pixie dust tree strong. Tink thanked Queen Clarion, Fairy Mary, and the minister. Then she carefully carried the stone to her workshop. See anything blue? Thank you. Good help. That night, Tink told Terence about the scepter and blue pixie dust, and then she showed him the moonstone. It's amazing, said Terence. Maybe I can help you. That would be great, replied Tink. The next morning, Terence arrived bright and early. He brought Tink all sorts of gadgets he thought she could use for the supper. He kept her fire going and swept the floor and even brought Tink her meals. But he also hovered over her. And soon, Terence began to get on Tink's nerves. Finally, Tinkerbell was almost finished with the scepter. She just needed one last piece to fix on it. It looks like you need some sort of sharp thingy, said Terence, peering over her shoulder. He offered to look for something, and Tink gladly let him go. Now she could work in peace. She finished the scepter and placed the moonstone carefully it was perfect. Just then, Terence returned with a huge round compass. What is this? Tink asked. Terence, this is not sharp. Terence tried to explain that there was a sharp part inside, but Tink pushed the compass out of the way. It rolled right into the scepter. The moonstone popped out unharmed, but the scepter smashed to pieces. Tink was furious. Go away! She yelled at Terence. At first, Terence was hurt, but then he got angry. Fine, 
When she was alone, Tink kicked the compass with all her might. Its lid popped open and crushed the moonstone. Tink tried to gather the broken blue bits, but it was no use. The moonstone was ruined. Tinkerbell tried to glue the pieces of the moonstone back together, but they kept falling apart. That night, her friends Clank and Bobble came by. Tink quickly pushed the pearly blue pieces into a bag. She didn't want anyone to know about the moonstone. We came to see if you'd like to join us for fairy tale theater, said Clank. I really don't have time, said Tink, trying to hurry them out. As they left, Bobble told Tink that Fairy Mary would be at Fairy Tale Theater. Maybe Fairy Mary would know where Tinkerbell could get another moonstone. Clank, Bobble, wait for me, she called. At the Fairy Tale Glen, Tinkerbell hurried over to Fairy Mary. I was thinking, said Tink nervously. If using one moonstone creates a little blue pixie dust, using two would create even more. Is there another moonstone? Fairy Mary laughed. That moonstone is the only one found in the last hundred years. Tinkerbell was in even more trouble than she thought. Just then, the lights dimmed. A fairy named Lyria came on stage. With a swirl of pixie dust, Lyria began to tell a story about a mirror that had the power to grant one wish. According to legend, the mirror had been stolen by pirates, but their ship had run aground on a mysterious island, and the mirror was lost forever. Lyria told the fairies, about the three signs that would lead to the lost island. The stone arch, an old troll bridge, and an abandoned ship that sunk, but never sank. Tinkerbell's eyes grew wide. She had to find that mirror. Tinkerbell rushed home and began to draw a map to the lost island. She checked the compass that Terrans had left and then she gathered food and clothing and other supplies. But how, how am I going to carry all this? Tink wondered. She looked into her bag of pixie dust. She didn't have enough to make a long journey. The next morning, Tinkerbell went to ask Fairy Gary for more pixie dust. You know the rules, he said. You have already got your ration. But Tink was she asked her friends, Iridessa, Rosetta, and Silvermist, if they would lend her some dust, but they had none to spare. Finally, Tink asked Terrence. Why do you need more dust? He asked. Tink grew angry. A true friend wouldn't ask, she yelled. A true friend wouldn't ask me to... Oh, he has to reply now. Excuse me. <clears throat> A true friend wouldn't ask me to break the rules, Terence yelled back. Terence, Tink, Tink keeps those secrets. I'm back to Tink. Okay. Well then, I 
guess we're not true friends, Tink said. And she stormed off. Boy, these two really have a hard time with each other, don't they? Yeah, they need to become better friends. I think they need to um, take a deep breath and count to three and then try talking to each other with kind words. On her way home, Tink kicked angrily at a cluster of cotton balls. The a sprinkle of pixie dust fell out of her bag and onto the cotton, which began to float. Suddenly, Tink had an idea. She collected all the cotton balls she could carry in a large hollow gourd, and then she got to work. Tink drilled, she sawed, she nailed, and when she was done, she had built a balloon to bring her and all of her supplies to the lost island. Mommy, mommy. As the sun began to go down, Tink put up the compass and her supplies in the balloon, and she very carefully placed the moonstone pieces in a bag and tied it around her waist. Then she sprinkled some pixie dust on top of the cotton ball balloon, and the whole thing began to float. Tink was thrilled. She and her balloon rose higher and higher into the sky. So long, Pixie. Hello, she called. I'll be back soon. Wow. And that's impressive. I think we should say the end. And I can't wait to see what happens with Tinkerbell next. Can you? No.